1: john petro on am 1380 99.9 fm folks you can always listen online at the website com. it is friday it is july 9th it is a day to stay inside we have this uh my goodness have you ever seen there's going to be a lot of heavy rain the winds the tropical depression uh it's out there right now this is a good day i you know this is one of the few days in the summer most of the time you hear me say this maybe in the wintertime but today if you don't have to go anywhere uh the the wind is blowing all over the place people are, are definitely off if you don't have to go anywhere i would just stay inside put it off till tomorrow the storm actually i think will be blown out going by tonight but um it is definitely i feel terrible you know the week after the fourth of july used to be one of the nicest weeks of the year to have a summer vacation it was um it, the, the, you know the water at the beach wasn't the warmest but the weather generally was uh terrific but that was certainly not the the case this week so it's a very very stormy friday now i want to um, start off i i can't believe what happened in the city of providence and that is folks if you haven't seen it we have new video up on the website from that melee that last tuesday night in june june 29th sales street it's off eddie street right in the heart of south providence those families it's a neighborhood feud they're all fighting with each other especially one family in particular and then the providence police were called the police have been called to the house 52 times in the last year this is a problematic individuals and as a result of that and the police re- re- uh, releasing body cam footage they released it by the way they released the body cam footage and in some of the body cam footage in an element of transparency they kind of caught none of the residents could hear this but a couple of the police were just kind of talking amongst themselves and one police officer in particular was just saying you know describing they're relaying what happened saying and this one and that one and god they're behaving like animals and 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 they they were the way they were running in packs and fighting with police and fighting back and punching and it was just so disturbing if you haven't seen the video it's on the website dipetro.com and then you know it's the usual they throw a punch at police they kick police and then they all insist it's it's like cliche at this point that it wasn't doing nothing and then i was just trying to get the police officer off my brother's cousin and um, i'm all this other foolishness going on but anyhow so one of the police officers was you know some of the individuals you, you, you just want to be honest and it's not i don't think it was meant in a mean way i didn't see it that way but he was just he couldn't tell was that a boy or a girl and just off the cuff said oh i was fighting with that she ma- she male i think he said well anyhow that individual was then put on administrative leave this past weekend this past weekend because last friday was the big uh, press briefing and mayor lorz was upset about the language now keep in mind these people apparently it's perfectly okay that they can walk up and say blank the police and blank you and i have been at some of these defund the police rallies they talk about these are anti-police rallies obviously they talk about uh the execution of police officers so that's fine they can say anything a Providence police officer that says, my God, these people are acting like animals. Or, yeah, I was trying to pull the she-woman or whatever that is. She was saying it was a girl. I thought it was a boy. It's the middle of a melee and a fight. All these people are running together. It's 100 degrees out. As a result of that, he was put on administrative leave, and now we've learned. And I give credit, Channel 12 in the story, that this sergeant has now put in for retirement. That is totally wrong. Mayor Alorza, get some brass ones. Get a backbone. Are you kidding me? talk about no backbone jellyfish mayor Alorsa. you have to back your police department and black lives matter folks they are celebrating we took one down they wanted to take one down now let's go for another they wanted a scalp well let's go after we're going to take they get the jobs jobs of some of these cops there's one now let's get some others and and the thing is did he punch somebody no did he there was a, a fight uh, perhaps listen. The, the police at one point shouldn't even be going in. Let them all just fight amongst themselves. I mean, it's insane. They were trying to use pepper spray to de-escalate the situation, and then these people—they don't care. They have kids mixed in, young kids mixed in. Reportedly, they say that a child got hit with a little pepper spray. I still haven't seen that that to be the case. But uh, now, did, did that sergeant, who now just put in retirement papers, did he punch anybody? No, did he shoot anybody? No. Did he yell in anyone's face? No. What what did he get he got caught. That was like a hot mic. The body cam almost acts like a hot mic where the police now really have to be on guard. He didn't do anything wrong. He really didn't say anything wrong to, to anyone. It was really like an off the cuff. He wasn't thinking, okay, you know, the body cam is on, so they're going to pick up my comments. So we better not even talk. I mean, are you kidding me? That is wrong. And I don't know the whole back and forth, but it's one thing. It was a mistake to put him on administrative leave for the weekend, and maybe, who knows? Maybe he was going to have the weekend off anyway, and they had to just do that to put a up. But then he apparently came back and said, you know what? Forget it. I'm not doing this anymore. I've been a cop for 20 years. This is insane. I wasn't doing, and he wasn't doing anything wrong. I've watched all that body cam footage. If you haven't seen it, I encourage you to go to the website. Folks, and this is the polar opposite of what's going on. Look in New York City. I know it's tough. If you're a police officer right now, I know it's tough. And if you're the family member of a police officer, it is tough. All this defund the police and anti-police, and it's all part of a calculated effort. They want to get it that they, cities and towns, and they advertise for a police officer. No one wants to do it. That's exactly what the criminals want to have happen. But look in New York City. Democrat primary mayoral won by former police captain eric adams and he said as mayor he's going to carry a gun so and and his that election was decided on crime and i believe next year the providence mayoral will be decided on crime all these different ideas that someone like a mayor has reparations and let's do this and blah 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 and by the way it's all fake there was a a murder the other night somebody was murdered on monday night where's the protest Somebody was shot on Camp Street the other day. Broad daylight. Where's the protest? How come no one's protesting about that? Why not protest in the neighborhood? This shouldn't stand. Whoever did it needs to come forward. Where's the protest? No. Well, is it because it's during the day? They only come out at night? Is that what it is? So if police were breaking up a fight and used pepper spray, that's a reason to have a massive protest. Someone is shot and killed and run over. And they are totally silent. Folks, this is just what I've said. This BLM, they 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 have no credibility. They don't. And especially the BLM PAC, uh, who were then in, even in Cranston, saying trying to help these residents that, you know, they, they were in an old apartment building. Part of the balcony started to chip away or cave in a little bit. So they evacuated. I don't know why the entire building has to be taken out. I mean, I think that's way overreaction compared to what happened in uh, in in florida i mean it, all you do is rope off that part of the balcony and get a work crew in there and stabilize it but so uh black lives matter uh, pack they were over there you know this is oppression and we need how ha- you're not doing anything what do you mean we need to you have no power you're not elected why don't you go what are you going to organize a protest with these people you're not doing anything all you're trying to do is glob up for the for the cameras that's all you're trying to do they love being in front of the camera all right folks we have a lot ahead on this stormy friday you're listening to the john DePietro show well it's a challenge to run your business these days maybe you need to find the right type of workers why not let mega professionals find them for you call mega professionals today serving rhode island and massachusetts 508-336-7801 mega mega professionals 508 336-7801. or skilled labor, or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession, meager professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let meager professionals help you find the workers. Meager professionals, 508-336-7801.
2: That's 401 321 2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com.
1: This summer, let J. K. L. Engineering keep you and your family nice and cool. JKL Engineering, call them today 401 351 7600. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts jkl it's going to be a hot summer ahead called jkl engineering today estimates are free financing is available remember with jkl 54 years in business reputation is second to none especially for technical expertise customer satisfaction jkl is an approved national grid vpi installer they're also a navian certified factory dealer called jkl for a system replacement oil to gas for a heat pump estimates are free financing is available This summer, call J.K.L. Engineering right now. Remember, they do it right. They do it right the first time. They'll keep you and your family or your employees nice and cool. Call J.K.L. 401-351-7600. Remember, J.K.L. Engineering, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, a carrier factory authorized dealer. It's J.K.L. Call them 401-351-7600. This summer, stay nice and cool with JKL Engineering 401 351 7600 Radio show standby You're listening to the John DePetro show AM 1380 99.9 FM as you know critical race theory we've talked about it quite a bit we've also interviewed nicole solace folks it continues to be an issue that is a battleground parents speaking up demanding more answers about what's being taught in the classroom someone uh, an organization that has now joined forces with nicole solace of south kingstown is the goldwater institute and joining us right now from the goldwater institute is john riches john it's john DePetro, thank you for joining us on the program
3: hey thanks for having me on john
1: talk a little bit if you don't mind um how is it that the Goldwater Institute, uh, in, and I'm so glad that you have, but have decided to um, to join forces and basically support, and uh, you are the, I understand the chief litigator, but uh, support Nicole Solis in the treatment she received from the South Kingstown School Committee?
3: Sure. So we saw news reports of, of what was going on, her request to get public information, and then what really caught her eye is when the school board threatened to sue nicole for exercising her right to to receive public information about what her daughter was learning um we actually had a case several years ago in arizona where a very similar thing happened to some parents that were trying to get information from their school district rather than provide the public information the school district turned around and sued the parents we represented them in the trial court and up to the court of appeals and got the lawsuit against the parents dismissed and um I uh, got attorney's fees awarded against the district because it's it's pretty clear that you know public information is public information. The presumption is it's available uh, for 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 uh, public inspection, particularly about an area as important as our kids' education. So we found it pretty offensive that when a parent was just trying to figure out what their daughter was trying to learn, uh, to, to be threatened and harassed by the school district. In this way. So that, that's um, that's what got our interest. We reached out to Nicole
1: and uh, and uh, have been able to represent her on her uh, latest records request. Folks, again, we're speaking with John Riches of the Goldwater Institute regarding Nicole Salas of South Kingstown. You know, John, there was um, what's so. Uh, ironic about the story is she she was following the exact procedure that they told her to follow they're the ones that uh instead of calling someone in okay let's meet come in for whatever it is half hour 45 minutes take her to give her a tour try to answer her questions i mean they immediately threw down the gauntlet and then basically that's intimidation trying to threaten to sue her putting it on the agenda all and and she was following exactly the dictate that they should forward
3: yeah that's a really good point um you know rather than just simply maybe answer a conscientious parent's questions they they told nicole go through the formal public records process submit these formal requests and then when she did as you say exactly what they asked her to do they turn around and threatened to sue her so um it's really you know at this point it, it's just it appears to be obstructionist um either provide the information and uh, do it quickly or provide a compelling reason why you can't. Uh, but what we shouldn't do is keep parents in the dark or, or threaten them for seeking public information.
1: From a legal standpoint, was the uh, the defining line kind of when they when they put her name in the agenda, all of this could have been handled kind of off to the side or just in the background, but to put her name on the agenda and and talk about an intimidation tactic, we're going to be meeting to discuss whether or not we're going to sue this person that that is very damaging. Now everyone knows of her in the community. You know, let's let's face it. If you hear that a school committee, which you know people regard a certain way, uh, on the side of children and education, that they're threatening to sue someone, that that's just the mere threat of that is damaging in itself.
3: I, I think that's a, that's a really good point, and that that is definitely the most shocking component of what the district has done to date. But you know, the reason we also got involved is because. They still, the district still, they've provided incomplete, responsive. They've, they've provided non-responsive responsive. They really haven't given Nicole um, the bulk of the materials that she's been seeking. So we're we're gonna we're gonna get answers to these these questions one way or the other, and, and that's
1: what we're pursuing right now, folks. Again, we're speaking from the Goldwater Institute. It's John Riches. They are jumped in and they're going to be working with and supporting South Kingstown mom Nicole Solis. And, John, it's it's amazing. Uh, critical race theory, you know, they've tried all different types of ways. Locally, they were even trying to, you know, uh, pretend or deny that they were even teaching it, but they they wouldn't provide the information. And now we find out it, this is a, a real calculated effort led by Randy Weingarten and the teachers' unions that they forget about trying to get extra pay or hours and benefits. They go into the mat on critical race theory.
3: Yeah, you know, it's a really sad um statement on many of the uh, public sector government teachers unions out there it's pretty clear that for for uh, most of them uh, our children's education is not their top priority instead it's um, it's trying to advance a political agenda trying to uh, indoctrinate young children um, or trying to pursue the union's own private interests rather than those of um, the kids that you know teachers are supposed to be educating and that's that's obviously not a comment on the teachers themselves but of the very politically active politically motivated unions that try to uh, that try to uh, control the narrative
1: again touching on nicole solace uh which which your thought or reaction of the goldwater institute that the school committee they actually hired a public relations firm to walk them through how they could start to push back and attack nicole because her story you know, it was written up in Legal Insurrection, which is a very popular blog. deals with legal issues. The fact that they were threatening to sue her fit the category for that. Then she appeared on Fox & Friends. After she appeared on Fox & Friends, Tucker Carlson's people saw that. It's a unique story, a young mother threatening to be sued by a school committee. But they actually hired a PR firm to come up with talking points on how to attack uh, Nicole Salas. You know, there's some real simple questions for
3: the board. I mean, why... Why are, they doing, why are they trying to keep parents in the dark about what their kids are learning? Why, aren't, why don't they just answer simple questions? Yeah, and why are they going to these extraordinary lengths, one, to try and intimidate a parent for finding out what her child is going to learn, then to hire a PR firm and to, to take all these other pretty extraordinary steps rather than just provide the public information the public has a right to know. What are you teaching our kids? It's, it's frankly not that difficult. But they, they're certainly making it um, difficult and in ways that are that are very strange.
1: You know, what's interesting, John, is now Nicole, her daughter, I believe, is going to be going into kindergarten. And, you know, to be honest with you, and, and not, maybe not everyone will say this, but uh, their name now is branded a certain way in South Kingstown. It's It's unfortunate that there will be some parents that if they heard that her daughter – you know is maybe going to come over for a play date might think it twice they're going to look at them a certain way uh the water has definitely been tainted by the school committee and i i think that was actually part of it was to make an example of her that's the way the really the way they want to operate let's make an example out of her in case there's anyone behind her that wants to try to you know move with this way they don't like pushback they don't like being questioned but I, I think someone's being naive if they say that uh, for for better or worse. But her her name is definitely and and of no fault of her own. But it's tainted in the South Kingstown area.
3: You know, oftentimes we see you know government agencies, government actors, where they use the process as the punishment. And um, I think you're right in some ways. The way the 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 board has been behaving in this way has been an attempt to, um, you know, as, as you say, taint, taint the water um, and, and that's just truly really reprehensible. I mean, this is just, it's really, really an easy issue. If you believe in an open and transparent government, um, especially when it comes to our kids' education,
1: you believe parents have a right to know this, the public has a right to know this, and
3: for, um, for the board to have gone to, to these lengths is, is pretty extraordinary and disappointing.
1: And I, I just want to be very clear for the listeners. I, I think the world of Nicole, I respect her. Uh, what her and her family has been through is completely unnecessary. There's a lot of people that have reached out to support her. She's brought change. The uh, the superintendent resigned over another matter. The head of the school committee resigned over this matter. She's definitely brought change. But at the same time, she was dragged into a public battle of no fault of her own. Uh, and it's, it's difficult to put you know, the toothpaste back in the tube, even though she was in the right, even though she didn't do anything wrong. What is the next step here? Will there be uh, some form of a a legal action against the South Kingstown school committee?
3: So we have submitted a new uh, records request that tries um, that uh, seeks uh, public information. Nicole's been seeking in, in many cases all along. The board has 10 days from when we submitted it last week to respond Um, If they uh, deny it or if they provide impartial or incomplete responses, we have the opportunity at that point to file a complaint with the attorney general or to take the case directly um, to the trial court to compel production of the records.
1: Folks, again, he's John Riches of the uh, Goldwater Institute regarding critical race theory and Nicole Solis. John, great job. Very glad to hear the Goldwater Institute stepping up. It is a terrific case. Uh, Be well and we'll talk to you again.
3: Thanks so much for having me on, John.
1: Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's mega truck and trailer repair. Call them today, 508 336 2110. 24 hour mobile service and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, mega truck and trailer repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508 336 2110. 508 336 2110. It's mega truck and trailer repair. 321-2799 That's 401-321-2799
4: Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com
1: Calvino Call for a free consultation today 401-785-9400 Or online FightBackCallJack.com Were you or a friend or a member of your family in an auto accident motorcycle accident slip and fall workplace injury Fight back call jack free consultation 401-785-9400 50 years personal injury law experience and his office 100 years combined total with the staff fight back call jack 401-785-9400 it would be great if you were in an auto accident motorcycle accident slip and fall workplace injury and the other person's insurance company offered to compensate you what they should but it doesn't happen that way. You need a fighter. Fight back. Call Jack. Free consultation, 401-785-9400. Jack Calvino, 401-785-9400 or online, fightbackcalljack.com.
4: Back in 2017, you had expressed concerns about the membership of the all-white Bailey's Beach Club. Said that you hoped it would become more diverse. Now your family's been members. Your wife is one of the largest shareholders. Has there been any traction in that? Are there any minority members
2: of the club now?
0: I think the people who are running the place are still working on that. And I'm sorry it hasn't happened yet. Blaming all on his ribbons, born a blue-blooded snoot. His birth was a black tie fair. It's all who you know, like Klaus von Butlow, he just likes to be seen everywhere. He leads a privileged life with a white privileged wife. At Baileys, they like their champagne. Life on Bellevue in a state that is blue, <laughs> you'll never hear Sheldon complain clubs with white faces with lead raspy crowds where for decades kept the jews away and BLF cannot stay well he's not big on diverse faces bailey's beach club is his always sheldon likes the club Faces. Oh, yeah. Do you have concerns in 2021? I mean, obviously it's been
4: four years. Have remarks on the floor following the deaths of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd saying, you know, hoping to root out systemic racism in the country. Your thoughts on an elite, all white, wealthy club, again, in this day and age, should these clubs continue to exist?
0: It's a long tradition in Rhode Island, and there are many of them.
1: j perry paving always provides high quality fair pricing exceptional service residential commercial seal coating patios get your driveway paved letter j j perry paving 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving residential paving seal coating patios and general masonry projects j perry paving they offer free estimates call them today at 401-732-1730 401 401- 732 1730. You can also find them on Facebook. It's J. Perry Paving. Get your driveway paved. And if you're a veteran, no one has a better package for veterans than J. Perry Paving. Whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed, J. Perry Paving has your back. Check out the benefits of investing in asphalt paving affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. Asphalt can be recycled, reused. Call them for a free quote today, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving, license licensed insured contracting company. They will meet your needs no matter how big or how small. And no one treats veterans better than J. Perry Paving. Call them today, 401-732-1730, 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Joining us right now, National Right to Work Foundation President Mark Mix. And uh, Mark, what a a huge win. U.S. Supreme Court deciding maybe organized labor should not be allowed to go on to private land and advocate and trying to lobby to uh, unionize workers. Huge win for the people.
4: Yeah, John, this is an interesting case. And it, you know, it goes to lots of different directions, from property rights to takings to all kinds of issues that are very, very important to private citizens. But really what what boils down to here when it comes to organized labor is that unions were arguing, union officials and union lawyers were arguing that because it's really amazing that the Agricultural Labor Relations Board allowed a private entity to use the power of government, whether it be the police power, the regulatory power of government, and use that to access someone's private property. The Supreme Court got that right yesterday.
1: And Mark Mix, what's amazing is just how long this decision came down. I mean, how many years has this been in the hopper?
4: Yeah, well, the, the agricultural labor relations board in California passed this regulation about forty-five years ago. Oh. and in talking talking with, with a former member of that board, he argued he argued vociferously against the regulation and was involved in trying to take it down. But you know, the California court looked at it; that it went to the federal court out there, and the Ninth Circuit said, "No harm, no foul. There's no uh, there's no taking here. This is a uh, you know quote public use." And you know, we think of government taking. We think of the Kelo decision, which was a bad Supreme Court decision, which allowed the you know the the government to take property for a private development project which doesn't make any sense but here we have a case where a private organization a labor union who doesn't even represent the employees at this point got a regulatory power to go on someone's property to organize workers i mean it, it the chief justice got it right when he talked about this invasion of property rights and you know the the idea that uh, you know, somehow compensation would settle this out, or some kind of taking compensation would settle it. This is ridiculous. I mean, when the government does it, that's one thing, because we've given government certain powers, and certain powers of force, and certain police powers. But we've never granted that to private organizations, and that's what this special privilege was for union officials.
1: Folks, again, we're we'll speaking with our friend Mark Mix, National Right to Work Foundation president. And and Mark, uh, this is reminiscent to me. I mean, it's, it's, it's different, but... Uh, so many times I hear from now as far as public employee unions where, you know, they, they, they basically get paid to do union work on the public's dime. So they're, they're working and coming up with grievances and they're, re, you know, reworking contracts. And it's as if the cities and towns are paying them to do that uh, and they're, they're working against them. Yeah, absolutely. This is this is a
4: uh, uh, a process called official time. That's the uh, formal designation or definition of what you're talking about, John. And one of the things that's negotiated in contracts in public sector contracts and in private sector contracts is that union officials will get paid time to do union work. And when it comes to taxpayers, taxpayers are paying union officials to do union work on government time. In the private sector, we find that employers compensating union officials to do union work. On on their time. It's it's an amazing power, and it's just another one on the list of special privileges that organized labor has, not only over the workers they claim to represent, but in your, in your case that you're mentioning, over taxpayers that, you know, are compelled to pay taxes to a government to pay someone to do private work for a private organization.
1: And, Mark, can you touch on how, how long a period of time would they be given where they were basically allowed to you know, this is solicitation to workers, how, how long would they be given in the course of, say, a year? Well,
4: each union would be granted three hours a day, oh. and they could ask they could ask for, uh, to do that 40 day or 30, excuse me, 30 days every quarter, so 120 days, three hours a day, and it would be an hour before work began, or during the lunch hour, and then an hour after the work, you know, ended, they would be able to do that. They weren't, able to, quote, interfere with the work effort of these employees, but they would be on site. And, John, the other point about this is that, you know, this is one union, so three or four unions could be in the in the, uh, in the the hunt to organize these workers so they could use the same privilege as well. There was nothing in here that limited that. In fact, you know, the employer had to open his property to these folks if they asked for it, and the Agricultural Labor Relations Board said, yes, they can come. Hmm. I mean, 120 days a year, three hours a day.
1: Wow, and Mark, it sounds um like California it's it's incredible the abuse uh, that unions enjoy in the, in the state of California.
4: Yeah, that is one state that really is, is, you know, is kind of a bellwether of union power. They they brag in Sacramento and the state legislature out there that uh, you know when when elected officials do something they don't like, you, you know, they kind of give you that uh, that old famous "Do you know who you're talking to?" or "Do you know who I am?" when they testify in front of bills. In fact, they talk about it. They say, you know, it's really kind of cool we get to elect our own bosses, and uh, then they use that monopoly bargaining power, that bargaining power that says the state or the entity must recognize the union for purposes of bargaining for terms and conditions. Of employment must recognize, not can, not shall, not whatever. They must. And that is a power that that other private organizations, private entities like you and I, John, could only dream about. Not that we would take them, but it's really, really a special privilege for organized labor to have that sole monopoly voice in the workplace.
1: Folks, again, we're speaking with Mark Mix, National Right to Work Foundation president. Mark, how can people find out more about your organization and, and see more of these examples and cases because... Uh, I think there's always power. Sometimes people feel alone. They're not sure why certain uh, things operate where they are. Where can people learn more?
4: Yeah, they can find us at nrtw.org, nrtw.org. They can go to that website. They can have basic their basic questions answered on the website, or they can call and talk to one of our attorneys. Uh, we have provide free legal services to employees whose rights have been violated by forced unionism, and we can answer questions about whether or not those rights have been violated and how we can help. So they can call us at 1-800-336-3600 or find us on the Internet at nrtw.org.
1: Folks, again, he is Mark Mix, National Right to Work Foundation, 272-3340 And remember, if you're in an accident First thing you want to do, call the police Fill out a police report If the tow truck shows up, tell them Let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain
0: 401-272-3340 I can breathe clearly now My mask is gone Nothing but a big smile for all to see. Gone is the Fauci mask I had to wear. My lungs will be full, 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 full of beautiful air. My lungs will be full, 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 full of clean My lungs will be full, 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 full of beautiful air. My lungs will be full, 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 full of clean air. My lungs will be full, 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 full of beautiful land.
1: summer's here you want to stay nice and healthy for you and your family pop in and see marie at it's my health 1099 mendon road in cumberland you can call her at 401-305-3585 it's my health right in that old white church di- diagonally across from Davidport restaurant it's my health where you're going to find vitamins herbal remedies from trusted companies local products like i honey maple syrup Octave skin brushes, also over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. It's My Health, where you'll find hemp and CBD products for oral and topical use, natural skincare products, hair care, hair care products, essential oils, body oils, and soaps. It's My Health. Stop it in C. Marie, 10.99, Menden Road in Cumberland, or call 401. 401- shop local and stay healthy with it's my health right across the street from davenport restaurant you're listening to the john DePietro show am 1380 99.9 fm folks joining us right now he is the editor-in-chief of breitbart and it's alex marlowe alex it's john dipetro and uh congratulations really a pleasure to speak with you what a um Breitbart, you guys are just absolutely thriving right now. I really appreciate that, John. Thanks
2: so much. I'm thrilled to be here.
1: Um, If you could touch on, uh, you know, one of the things that I always notice about Breitbart and when I read and hear from others is just it's the selection of stories uh, without question. Breitbart, you cover stories and cover news that so many times, you know, people hear about the mainstream media. But I think Breitbart is a perfect example. You truly have your own brand.
2: Yeah, that is what we are all about. And it is a news brand more than anything else. And we have analysis and we have fun. Um, but the the main goal when I wake up in the morning and I'm trying to uh, figure out what we're going to do that day, it, it is about curating the very best stories for it. I uh, try to understand how... A conservative American, typically those that are nationalist and populist in, in ideology, what they might view as the biggest stories going on in America. And, and not trying to sensationalize or exaggerate those. Again, sometimes we'll do, we will take certain liberties just for the sake of entertainment value. Uh, but it is about crafting the honest-to-goodness news that fits a worldview that is
1: shared by so many millions, tens of millions of Americans. For instance... You know, Breitbart, um, I mean, you could obviously name examples, but I just think some of the coverage and exposing, for instance, just as an example, Black Lives Matter, Breitbart has gone so much more in-depth than mainstream media has as far as BLM, uh, the background on it, some of the people involved with it, uh, far more type that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah,
2: I think that is correct, and um, I I just finished a book which just came out called Breaking the News, which people can get uh, wherever there's their favorite uh, uh, bookseller, and I had a big investigation into Black Lives Matter, and uh, I found some connections, actually, to radical Marxists and even a convicted terrorist, uh, and this was someone who actually got to work to get funded through Amazon. Amazon funded a group with donations when they had a woke moment when they were trying to get people to fund Black Lives Matter uh, through their company. Uh, They actually funded a group that one of the top people there uh, is a lady named Susan Rosenberg. The group's called Thousand Currents. She's a convicted left-wing terrorist. And uh, this was a huge oversight that takes place, but people don't realize that this is who is behind Black Lives Matter. A, most people can't even name a single Black Lives Matter activist. I mean, some of them are probably well-meaning, but many of them are just died in the wool lifelong, career-leftist activists, including those who are willing to be violent in order to get their mission accomplished.
1: Alex, in your book, Breaking the News, um, do you feel, I mean, a lot of people were saying it, but it, am I right? I think the Trump presidency... As much as there have been other examples in the past, but I think the Trump presidency seemingly really anyone that was remotely trying to be unbiased to hide that they were biased. Um, it brought them kind of out of the shadows. W- would you agree the Trump presidency was was really a turning point for the media?
2: Yeah, it was a turning point for the media. And this is exactly the premise that I was investigating in my year of research that I spent uh, putting the book together, it started with a hypothesis uh, that the media had just gotten immeasurably worse uh, during the Trump years, and uh, not to the point where it was just merely biased, uh, that now the media was actually weaponized against Donald Trump and his supporters. Uh, That was the premise that I investigated, and unfortunately, things were far worse than I had in mind. And it isn't just that these outlets are pushing a left-wing agenda, but they're actually trying to destroy people who disagree with them politically. Uh, And they're making a lot of editorial decisions in order to benefit international uh, conglomerates that are running so many of our newsrooms and trying to protect their overseas business even in places like China, which is our number one uh, geopolitical foe. Uh, but yes, the a lot of people are completely exposed now who used to be the type of people who might be maybe a little liberal but in general wanted to report the news accurately. And now so many of these people have been exposed as pure partisan hacks. Um, and I, I do think that that is a, 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 a benefit
1: of Trump's presidency is getting that level of clarity. Folks, again, uh, it's the John DePietro show. We're speaking with the editor in chief of Breitbart News. It's Alex Marlowe, who, uh, who, I mean, I know from following everything you've done with the site, and also you, you were, and forever will be, you were the first employee hired by Andrew Breitbart. Um, what, what an incredible training that must have been of starting to learn and kind of see the world, or someone like like Andrew Breitbart, who I, I think was just a visionary in 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 him explaining how he viewed the world compared to the rest of the media. Yeah, it is something that was
2: the, the, the one of the most fortunate elements of my whole entire life was getting to know Andrew and getting to be in the same room with him uh, while he was launching his media empire, and I started at the very bottom of the totem pole at Breitbart, and uh, I was able to work my way up um, uh, over the years, but one of the benefits for me, Andrew, that's most obvious in my life is he taught me how to write. Uh, great headlines, which has been instrumental to Breitbart's front page and the success we've had, Uh, but also he taught me a lot about attitude and a lot about ways to effectively communicate. And it's not always being angry and self-righteous. A lot of the time it's using mockery and ridicule. A lot of the time it's using jocularity, trying to have a good time while you're reporting the news and even while you're fighting people who wish to do harm and I think wish to hurt the country. So it, he it really kept your he, – he kept things – he kept your toolkit sharp, uh, and that was one thing that he – uh, Got in part uh, to me that I've been
1: able to share with a lot of people over the years. And, Andrew, when when you did write the book Breaking the News, exposing the establishment media's hidden deals in secret corruption, um, where, where do you put the, the whole thing with Hunter Biden? It, it's still—how uh, did that—how do you think that evolved into that? And is that right now one of the strong, strongest examples of how— I mean, people hear about a double standard, but— Boy, Hunter Biden really seems to be in a, in a separate class by himself.
2: Yeah, there, there's no doubt that the Hunter Biden example is very illustrative of just about all of the problems that I identified in the book. I, they, they, can, they all seem to come through with the Hunter Biden narrative, from double standards uh, with regards to corruption to uh, the fact that international business deals and compromising Americans – uh, and American values to benefit the bottom line of Democrats. All, all of this you can see through Hunter, but the most important thing is the tech censorship that took place around accurate stories about Hunter Biden in the run-up to the election. Uh, when his laptop um, contents were leaked, it was framed as Russian disinformation by our media and tech establishment, and a lot of content was blocked from being shared on facebook and on twitter and elsewhere uh, because it was allegedly russian disinformation well it was neither russian nor disinformation uh, but the damage was done because the content wasn't shared now think about the way donald trump's family was was uh, was treated and regardless of what you might think of all trump's kids and i think some of them are great i think there are others that i'm probably less aligned with on certain things uh, but they were all attacked constantly in the in the and they all seem to be pretty much upstanding, law abiding citizens. Hunter Biden is none of those things. He's a he's a disgrace in so many ways, and he was using his family connections and his connections to the United States government to fly around the world and cut deals he should never been able to cut in places like China and Ukraine. And the media took no interest in this. In my research for the book, um, I uncovered that Hunter had taken 23 flights out of Joint Base Andrews, which you can't just – John, you and I can't just go to Joint Base Andrews and take a flight. No. we got to know someone in the government or the bureaucracy if we want to do that. And uh, who do you think Hunter Biden knows? Well, I'll tell you one guy. He knows his dad, Joe Biden, who's vice president. Uh, And so I looked at a five-year window, 23 flights, and on those trips he went to 29 countries. and took 411 total connections. It's an amazing number of flights, and it's all to benefit his business. And I, you can bet he was talking to Joe about it every step of the way. The media didn't just not uncover the story. They have no interest in it because it will hurt their political goals of getting Democrats elected and protecting these international business ties.
1: I've, um, And again, folks, let with Alex Marlowe, editor-in-chief of Breitbart. Alex, I've covered a lot of different political corruption trials and i'm always intrigued by certain stories you had the mayor of baltimore who was using her unpublished book uh excuse excuse me self-published book in order and then selling you know thousands of copies you go way back uh, i remember hearing stories of kevin white was the the mayor of boston in in uh he was under investigation by the fbi and then they had a birthday party for his wife and uh and contractors were giving like ten thousand dollars in birthday cards but whoever came up with whether it was hunter or someone in his inner circle whoever came up with the idea of we're gonna uh, not we're not gonna re- reveal who bought it we're gonna sell artwork for five hundred thousand dollars that's something that the notorious you know, Mayor of Providence, Buddy Cianci, who went to federal prison on corruption charges. I think even they would be astounded at just the, the, the that is a criminal mind at work. Oh, there's no
2: doubt he's got a criminal mind. And and I don't know uh, if we uncovered anything that is literally a crime, but he he does think he can get away with anything. Yeah. Um, and and he, that's how he lived. And there's no
1: reason he shouldn't live that way because that is – he has gotten away with everything. Right. But you're totally right about this, that him selling
2: his watercolors, which aren't worth the paper they're printed on, <laughs> uh, for seventy-five to $500,000, of course – and, and to anonymous people, of course these are going to be overseas buyers <laughs> who will never know about, who are going to just want to pad the coffers. I'll tell you uh, – by the way, uh, Hunter and I have the same publisher. We're on different imprints within the publisher, Simon & Schuster. And they've been, they've been pretty good to me, I must say, but, you know, a Hunter got orders of magnitude uh, a larger of, of an advance uh, for his book that just came out, and he sold a fraction of the copies, and, I, and and that's just how it goes. And, again, I'm not complaining on my own behalf. I'm just saying that this is the way that America works right now, and it's not a good thing, where these super elite continue to get favorable deals and do seem to have uh, two systems of law where they get away with stuff You become too big to fail in America and too big to jail. And I I don't think that's a good thing.
1: Folks, again, we're speaking with Alex Marlowe, editor-in-chief of Breitbart. And, Alex, before I let you go, I'm just curious if, if you could walk through all the different components of Breitbart. Because to me, Breitbart, you know, you guys have... With all the different uh, platforms now, I, I just find you seem to excel. It seems to extend the brand. I remember right before the pandemic, I was in an airport, and I saw someone wearing some of your merchandise. And I went over, just and they, 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 they had been given to the him this guy as a gift. And he was like, I just like the way it looks. But it is, uh, it's incredible how the Breitbart, how the, the brand just continues to evolve. Thank you. Yeah, and we always try to be nimble, and we always
2: try to go where the people are, but also lead the people in terms of what we're covering and how we're covering it. Um, and it, it, the essence of what we're always doing is trying to provide news and trying to provide, provide uh, the the factual basis for arguments that you and people like you and talk radio and people like your listeners can take to your barbecues and your cookouts you know it's father's day you guys going be getting together with family and if you go to Breitbart today I guarantee you you're going to come up with a n- numerous either interesting things to talk about or arguments uh, that you can share with people who trust you uh, th- that's always been our bread and butter and we're trying to entertain you in the process also to keep it fun and to stay in the fight because there's a lot of people who really are trying to rewrite the history of this country right now and to fight against America's core values. Uh, and, and we don't want those people to have safe harbor. I mean, they, physically they can have safe harbor, but I'm not talking about uh, ideologically. We're in a battlefield every day, and uh, we try to approach it as happy warriors.
1: He is the editor-in-chief of Breitbart. Uh, Alex Marlowe, his book is breaking the news. Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401 431 Like your company, maybe you have freight or you need freight, goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. Mega Logistics, 401-431-2300.